Wall fans, Common Sensors, podcast consumers, welcome to another very exciting edition of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall. I am, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. And I'm going to say it at the top of the show right now, my three-year-old daughter is currently in the studio with me uh, since it's Father's Day. And uh, this is the first time we've ever recorded on Father's Day. Uh, Usually, Go Tell It to the Wall happens on Thursdays. We've never actually recorded on a Sunday. So since we are now and it's Father's Day, I decided to make things fun and or more difficult for myself and have my three-year-old in the studio for Father's Day. You want to say hi back there, Zoe? Can we get a hello? She she is such a ham for the camera, but at times when you want her to do things, uh, she doesn't do things. So maybe she's just going to sit quietly back there. We'll see how it goes. All right, we always kick things off with our social plugs. You can keep up with us during episodes, after episodes, before, whenever you so please, and you can do that in multiple locations. One of those would be Facebook. We're currently live on Facebook. Hey, Dougie, is that Dougie on there on the uh, live feed? Uh, currently live on Facebook. Head over to facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That is our official page. I'm going to keep you up to date on everything pertaining to Go Tell to the Wall, Common Sense Sundays, uh, YouTube channel, all that great stuff. So make sure you like our page. You can, of course, as I just said, uh, subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Head over to YouTube, search Go Tell to the Wall, subscribe, 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 share it. That's where you're going to find all of our beer reviews. All of the live feeds get posted uh, to the YouTube channel after the fact, uh, as well as our parenting playlist, our mental health playlist, Mental Health Mondays. All that stuff lives on YouTube, so make sure you are subscribed uh, and, and hit that little notification thing so that you know when new stuff gets posted because it gets posted at all just random times depending when I actually get around to putting stuff up there. Uh, and of course, most importantly, all-inclusive of those things I just mentioned would be SeanOrourkeLive.com. Make sure you bookmark that one. Check back often. Uh, you're going to find links to all those things I just mentioned. So if you can't remember how to find our Facebook page or our YouTube channel, it's it's linked right there on SeanOrourkeLive.com. You're also going to find a link for our Patreon campaign. Please, 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 if you have the means and you see fit to do so, help us out financially. Every dollar counts. Uh, and I, I like I like to say this just about every time, but if, even if you're not going to support us financially, there are plenty of artists and musicians and everything else on Patreon uh, that you may also want to support. So please check out them out on Patreon. Uh, and you're also going to find things that, that don't live anywhere else, such as blog posts, exclusive photos, that kind of good stuff on SeanOrourkeLive.com. And of course, my personal Instagram that I like to mention now and then, you can follow it. It's not necessarily go tell it to the wall related at all times, but it is SoCalSean or at SoCalSean on Instagram. So follow that as well. We've had some big content delays this week. I know last episode I had promised uh, five, at least five beer reviews this week. Uh, they're pretty much done. I just haven't been able to get them up, and we'll get into some of that during parenting. This is this is pretty much the first time my my daughter Zofia has been quiet for the past week, so uh, th- it's caused some delays. But we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that. And most importantly, Happy Father's Day to everyone out there. Uh, happy Father's Day to Chris Hassong. Uh, on-air producer for the podcast. He is, of course, a father. Uh, and any, any, any other fathers out there that listen to this podcast, and particularly to my own father, my own dad, Jack O'Rourke. Uh, and I want to take this time to say that it, 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 it's easy to, to, to become a father. It's very simple. If you're familiar with biology, I'm not going to get into that since my three-year-old is sitting here. Uh, but it's very easy to become a father. It's very difficult to be a dad. And uh, I think I am a great example of that. 
and and my father is a great example of that because if you've listened to the podcast previously, you know that that my dad's not actually my biological father. Uh, and and if you are looking for a poster child for nurture versus nature, that would be me right here. So happy Father's Day, pops! I love you. Thank you for everything you've done. Uh, and again, happy Father's Day to all of the other fathers, dads, surrogate fathers out there. Uh, it, it, this is your day. Kick back, relax, have have some barbecue and maybe a beer or your beverage of choice. All right, digital trends. Let's get in some digital trends here. Uh, this one had me laughing this morning. I actually just found this one this morning. And we've been talking about stuff like this the past few episodes because of the Black Lives Matter movement and everything else. And this one's fun, uh, but it is, of course, poking fun at a, a serious topic with these people running around saying all lives matter and police lives matter and everything else. Uh, and that would be the all parents matter <laughs> trend that's happening on Twitter and other social platforms right now. Now, of course, we all know that this is a joke and it's just poking more fun at the whole All Lives Matter movement. I've talked about, you know, the different cancer organizations and 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 the analogy of, of having kids and, you know, and, and other parents with kids and, and everything else. This is just another one of those, but it did have me laughing this morning uh, because here is just another example. There's nothing wrong with celebrating Father's Day. My wife is currently sitting in the studio. I don't think she's offended that we celebrate Father's Day. It's just the day that we do it. All parents do matter, but it's okay to celebrate Father's Day. So, of course, that one is 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 floating around, trending on all the social platforms right now and had me definitely had me laughing on this Father's Day. Another thing trending, of course, pertaining to Father's Day is hashtag girl dad. That's right. You've probably seen this one around. Uh, it was really flying around a lot when uh, Kobe Bryant passed away. And it, it it's just a hashtag that people share. Uh, I fall into this category. I have a daughter, and I'm very much a, a, a girl dad. <laughs> it comes up at times. Uh, lots of tea parties happening in this house. My hair definitely gets done at times, and especially now that it's getting so long on top. My, my three-year-old loves to do things with it, and that's just something we do. And I don't even want to call it a sacrifice as a, as a dad. Uh, I enjoy every second of it. I, I really do. Uh, but there is something different about being a girl dad. Now, obviously, I don't have any boys, but I, I have friends that have sons, you know, and I grew up as a son myself, so I, I, I know the, the subtle differences here between a girl dad and, and having boys. And and I remember when, before we had our first kid, I said, you know, I'd love to have a boy and a girl. And then after after knowing some of my friends' kids, and nothing wrong with them, their sons, and the rambunctiousness that comes with that, I was kind of like, you know what, wouldn't mind just, just two Two daughters. Two daughters. Now, don't get me wrong. She can be very rambunctious at times. She's currently running around my house. I hear her laughing and giggling. Uh, so it's not for lack of energy. It's just there is that difference between uh, being a girl dad and, and, you know, boy dad, I guess. Um, so I, I check that one out. I, I Follow it. You're going to get a lot of cute photos and, and people sharing stories, which, which are really is the thing to enjoy with that one. And my kid is... This is what happens when we leave the studio open. I don't know how much of that is getting picked up by the mic, but my kid is definitely running around uh, yelling right now. That's just <laughs> part of having a three-year-old at home is, is lots of yelling and running. All right, uh, let's let's switch gears here a little bit in, in uh, digital trends. Hashtag Tulsa flop. Hashtag Tulsa flop. Yeah, the Orange Menace held a rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma yesterday. 
If you weren't familiar with this, a lot of people actually got on and reserved tickets without any intention of going. Uh, so now this is, of course, being blamed in part for the empty arena there in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And it's 100% true. We're seeing stories of, of people that did this. Uh, that apparently there was a big thing going around TikTok. I, I don't use that TikTok stuff, but apparently there was a big thing happening there. Uh, so people did this. Now, of course, yesterday excuses started coming out. And stuff is still flying around today. Uh, in fact, my wife had seen something about somebody complaining and comparing it to, oh, if somebody did that for a Black Lives Matter event, all of you libs would be up in arms and everything. And here's the thing. Yes, this this happened. Yes, did it keep the arena from, from filling up? Probably. Would it have filled up if nobody else did this? Probably not. But the bottom line on this one, it's, it's really black and white. For anyone out there complaining uh, that the arena was so empty because everyone else reserved the tickets, they had an overflow event for this rally. It was not a ticketed event. You just had to show up, and there was an overflow stage outside. The Orange Menace was supposed to give a speech. Well, that was canceled before it was even scheduled to happen because they realized that nobody was outside. So, yes, you can blame the whole ticket thing, the reserving tickets, on a really empty arena. I believe the final count was like 6,000 or something, and they were expecting 800,000, something crazy like that. But the bottom line is... Even people that weren't able to get tickets could have gone to this overflow event and nobody showed up for that either. So it's really the best of both worlds here. We're seeing uh, action from the, the social media world and we're also seeing that he is very much losing the little bit of support that he had left, if any. I'm still amazed every day. Anyone I talk to is still amazed every day that he has any kind of followers. Uh, but the unfortunate reality is he does. It's, it's really amazing to me. It gives me a headache to click on, like, tweets and stuff to get shared sometimes. I don't follow the idiot, but you click on him sometimes, and it's like, oh, no, people do, do still love this. It's crazy. Ah. And speaking of political things, especially things that have been turned political unnecessarily, uh, there's currently a burn your mask challenge going around Twitter right now. This was started by a woman in North Carolina, uh, just as North Carolina is starting to open back up. And, of course, she is burning her masks to own the libs which I've never understood. I've never understood this owning the libs thing. Of, uh, owning anybody. Like, calm down. What, what is this even? You're doing dumb things, and, and you think it's it's really affecting anybody. The only thing I think, and I'm not even a liberal. I'm a, I'm a registered independent. I, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a conservative. Obviously, I lean more liberal if you listen to this podcast. But I, I don't fall into either one of those categories. I won't put myself in that category. I go by common sense. But the thing is, even if I, I, how is that affecting me? All I'm, all I do is I see things like this and realize how dumb people can be. They really can. Nobody cares if you burn your mask outside of saying, well, that's just the dumbest thing I've ever seen, and you don't care about other people. This shouldn't be a political issue. It never should have been a political issue. But, and I said this from the beginning, when, when all of this started turning into a political issue and, and the opening up and, and everything else, when we first started this Common Sense Sundays, it never should have been political. It shouldn't be. It never should have been. And in the future, it, it can't continue to be political. But we live in a country that's so divisive that everything has to be turned into a political situation. It has to be us against them on everything. It can't just, it's never just joining together for the, for the better common good of humanity and Americans just in this country. So stop making everything political. Don't burn your masks. It's not hard. Wear a mask. There's so many awesome masks out there that you can get now. You know, match them to your outfits if that's something you do. Just wear the darn mask. 
You're not owning anybody. There's no point to it. That was a timely laugh from my three-year-old in the background. She's currently getting a uh, a ride, a horse ride on my my wife's leg back here. All right, uh, one more thing I want to talk about in the uh, digital trends right now, because of course this one's been trending around digital for a couple weeks now, and that would be the removal of statues. Everyone's up in arms about the removal of statues. I'm not going to get into semantics on this. I, I think if you've listened to me and you know, you know where I stand on a lot of moral issues and, and everything else, and, and as far as just humanity is concerned, you, you know where I stand on this. But to me, the bottom line, are you jumping up and down back there? To me, the bottom line on this is nobody needs a statue. I'm going to say it right now. So historians, if, if, if I do something crazy awesome and, and people love me years from now and, and after I'm gone they want to put up a statue of me, I'm saying it right now. Wall fans, common censors, if there's ever a statue erected for me in some public area, tear it down. I don't care what I did. I don't care if I cured cancer because nobody needs a statue. Why do we do? Why? Why, why do we do this? We're just stroking people's egos. That's all we're doing. There, so many, so many other better things can be put in these spaces where we're putting up these monuments and, and statues and everything else. And and don't don't send me emails because I know the emails are coming. I realize that there are certain monuments like the Vietnam War Memorial. Yes, that's important to a lot of people. But we throw these statues up everywhere and we we revere all these people. And it's like you know what? Put up an art installation there. Put up something useful. Instead of just some statue for everyone to look at and for birds to poop on. It, it, it's, we're just putting bird toilets up all around the country. That's all it is. And then somebody's got to go clean that damn thing. Art installations. Educational things. That's what we need. You want to have statues in museums? That's fine. We don't need them out in public. It, there's just no point to it. It's just a waste of money. That's all it is. So again, if I get one years from now somehow, which I doubt is ever going to happen, but if it does happen, tear it down. I don't care what I did. I don't want a statue. All right, COVID updates. We are still in a pandemic. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, numbers are continuing to increase everywhere. We're seeing big increases here in Los Angeles, uh, Orange County, uh, Arizona, Florida, Texas has had a, a sharp increase in numbers. And uh, I just want to take this opportunity to again say we're nowhere near done. Everyone got real relaxed on this, which is so typical it, really around the world, but especially in this country, is we become obsessed with something for a short period of time. And then without that ever changing, we just get tired of it. COVID didn't go away. The pandemic is still on. People are still getting sick. Some hospitals now are becoming overrun once again with patients. And here's the bottom line with it. The quicker that we all band together and do our part to stay at home and wear masks and everything else, the quicker this is going to be done. They're obviously necessary things. I still think the protests are necessary. And we're, we're actually seeing studies from the protests that are showing there aren't big spikes in cases based on the protests. Why? Because they're outside and they're wearing masks. But we're getting huge spikes in stuff everywhere else. And in fact, masks are now required in California, which is hilarious they've been required in los angeles for uh, gosh a couple months now but even even when they were required in los angeles all i have to do is stand at my my big the big window in the front of my house and, and just watching people walk by and it's like maybe a third of people are wearing masks and i get it maybe all those people walking by don't necessarily need to be wearing a mask in that very moment but i just it, it still confounds me that people aren't just putting on these masks 
And that's the other thing with social platforms. I'm seeing a lot of it on that Nextdoor app. You know, I, I think that's a nationwide app depending on your city. Uh, but people, they'll post like masks are now required. And then what happens is everyone jumps on there and dissects it. And they look at the requirements and, and the fine print and everything else and they say, well, you don't actually have to wear a mask for this. You don't actually have to wear a mask for this. The bottom line, just wear the damn mask. It's not that hard. Wear the mask. And we're all going to get through it. We're all going to get through it eventually. It's just a matter of time. Just a matter of time. You want to sit up here for a minute? Come here. All right. Oh, there she is. That's my, that's my kiddo. Got my three-year-old sitting here with me now. This will be a... This will be interesting. You want to wave to the camera? Say hi, everybody. You're not up high enough, but it looks better than it does on our framing. All right, I do want to talk about the state of the protests for just a moment. Uh, you getting down? There she goes. Short attention span. Typical, typical three-year-olds. They just, such a short attention span. You come back? All right. So the state of the protests, the media coverage has died down drastically, obviously, on the protests. But if you do a little bit of research, and it doesn't even take, I'm talking about a little bit, like put in a keyword on Twitter, you're going to see these, these protests are still going strong. Uh, so don't be fooled by the media. And the bottom line is the media is doing their job. I'm not, I'm not even trying to chastise the media in this particular situation. But what I am saying is the media likes violence. And so once... The looting and all this kind of stuff died down from the protests. The media got over it, and they weren't talking about it near as much. But the bottom line is it's still happening. So still get out there and support. Support however you can. Go to a march if, if, if you're able to. Uh, support financially, like I've been saying for the past few weeks. We're not done yet. Just You just got to go further than the media to understand that it is still going strong, and people are still out there making their voices heard for change. Absolutely. All right, parenting. I feel like I don't even have to talk about parenting. Everyone's getting a bit of an idea of it with my, my daughter running around the studio right now, but parenting. Uh, as I said, happy Father's Day to everyone out there. Uh, and You're twirling? Uh, we have background dancers now on Common Sense Sundays. Uh, my daughter is twirling in the background. She's also throwing crumbs around, which is always fun in a studio. Uh, but as I said, happy Father's Day. And I will, I will take this time to, to say the cliche is true. If you're out there and you are a parent, father, mother, any kind of parent, surrogate parent, you, you know that the cliche really is true. Uh, it, it, it changes your life. And, and nothing, nothing is the same once, once you've had a child. Uh, you can kind of think you know unconditional love, but, but really, once, once a child has come into your life that, that you are responsible for uh, and have to care for, uh, it, it is absolutely life-changing. And I will say that cliche, it, it's true. It's true. And, and I know any parents out there that are listening to this are like probably nodding their head, yeah, yeah, I know, it's true. It really is, uh, 100%. Uh, that it, it not only just just the feeling of it, but the reward that you get uh, from, from helping to, to raise a, a young person, a child, and watch them develop over the years is uh, it's second to none. There's, there's nothing like it. I, I can tell you that with full honesty that there's nothing like it. Uh, but I will say it can be a challenge at times. Uh, as I said at the top of the episode, I've, I've got a bunch of new content for YouTube in the hopper. 
Uh, was supposed to be putting up a bunch of it this week, and unfortunately, I was delayed simply because of being exhausted. Uh, my my kid now is stalling at bedtime. I mentioned on the last episode that she's now afraid of fireworks. Uh, she's getting a little better with the fireworks, luckily, because I live in Highland Park and there are fireworks every freaking night. Uh, but she is just in this stalling mode, which is pretty typical for three-year-olds based on the little bit of research that my wife and I have done. Uh, but it is just a back and forth uh, for hours every night. And in fact, on Friday night, she was up until 1230 and it was just her yelling and screaming. And then my wife and I taking turns going into the bedroom, calming her down. Uh, and then she's calm for like a minute and starts yelling and screaming again. And it's all just this big stalling tactic uh, that kids like to do at bedtime. But that that's kind of been my life the past week. Not a lot of downtime. Uh, right now in the O'Rourke household, <laughs> unless it's like one in the morning and I'm get, trying to get that couple hours of sleep. Uh, so so hang in there, <laughs> parents out there, if you've got a three-year-old, the, the stalling will get better. And trust me, I know the feeling because that's been me every night just going, oh my God, I can't do this every night anymore. I can't do this every night anymore. I can't do this every night. It does get better. Uh, but that's been my fun this past week. And that's partly why... Uh, new content hasn't gone up on YouTube. It's it's all literally just sitting there. I've just been so exhausted that I have not been able to uh, I've not been able to to actually get it up there. So this week, hopefully, it's going to get a little better. She she's gradually getting better. Last night was was much better than Friday night. Thank God. Friday night was just like, oh Lord, please just just lay down for a while. All right, moving on to some mental health. We skipped this on the last episode, and I, just, I, I wanted to get very simple with this. Uh, and if you listen to mental, if you watched Mental Health Mondays from last Monday, uh, it was very similar. Uh, but I just want to talk briefly about finding your peaceful place, finding your happy place. Uh, as we know, and if, if you've listened to this podcast, you know, your mental illness is never going to be fixed. You can help it. It's never going to be fixed. It can get better, but it's never going to fully go away. That, that's not the way it works. And what I mean by finding your peaceful place, finding your happy place, it's so cliche, but it is very true. It's, it's finding out what helps you to kind of center yourself as much as you can, to bring yourself back to reality as much as you can. That's what, that, that's what everyone needs. Not only people like people that have a mental illness, but just people in general. It's going to help you be much less ir- irrational. That's what helped me. And for me in particular, it's definitely music. I enjoy my music. I love putting on my headphones. I'll go down to the garage. My wife gives me some time. And that's my happy place. But for everyone, it's very different. Some people, it's art, you know, photography, whatever it might be, crappy television. My wife loves to watch cooking shows. I, I'm not a big cooking show fan, but I, she loves to watch cooking shows. So it just depends what, what you're into, what you like. But find that place. And again, it's not going to fix it. You're not going to suddenly go, oh, I'm so much better because I listened to that record. No. But it is going to help you come back to center. Meditation. Maybe meditation is your happy place. I can't do the meditation thing, but... Maybe that's your happy place. Find that place. Take, even if it's five minutes a day, to do that, that's your self-care. And it's of the utmost importance. 
especially when you're having one of those tough days, especially when you're having a tough week, a tough month. I mean, Jesus Christ, right now in the middle of this pandemic, everyone's having tough days. If anybody, if anybody out there is going, oh, no, I'm, I'm happy as can be. No, no, I'm not having any bad days. You're lying. So find that. Find what's going to bring you at least that little bit of peace. At least a little bit. Another important thing I want to talk about regarding mental health is know that you can't change everyone. The thing with social platforms, and I've talked many times about just putting it down, walking away for a little while with social platforms. But another important thing to remember there is you're not going to be able to change everyone. Most likely, you're not going to be able to change anyone. And it goes beyond knowing that to the point where you can't let it get to you. Know that no matter how far we come as a, as, as a society and, and as humanity, you're never going to agree with everybody. The Orange Menace got elected for the love of God, and he still has supporters for God's sake. You're never going to agree with everybody. So just know that. Don't let that weigh on you. Don't constantly try to change people, to convince them otherwise. Or at least don't obsess on it. You know, maybe give it a quick try, and if not, know that you there's nothing you can do at that point. Don't obsess on those things. That's, that's something I have a problem with. My obsessive-compulsive disorder kicks in, and I often obsess on these things. But that's where finding my peaceful place, getting some music, clear my head, helps me to realize that there's nothing I can do about that, and I can't let it affect my life. Definitely not to that extent, at the very least. So keep those things in mind. We're in tough times right now. Everyone's mental health is being taxed. Whether you, you suffer from a mental illness or not, everyone's mental health is being taxed, especially right now. All right, entertainment. I've got a couple things for entertainment here, and then we're going to wrap up. I don't know where my, th- my three-year-old slammed the studio door and got out of here. She's, see, That's the thing, is, is people that listen to the podcast and subscribe and, and check it out every week, uh, you're, you're listening to me for like half an hour, hour, hour and a half, and maybe you're watching videos. You're getting a little bit. Uh, my wife and daughter have to listen to me all the time. They get tired of me. I mean, people that listen to the podcast get tired of me. Just imagine how they feel. <laughs> My wife and daughter, they're, sometimes they're just, that's enough, Dad. Okay, we get it. Uh, I'm, I'm actually usually like this at home, too. I, I, I yell, I talk to walls, and not really. I'm not, not, not quite to that point, but I do not shut up, that's for sure. Anyone that knows me personally knows that uh, this is pretty accurate. What you're seeing here is pretty accurate to, to me hanging out at a barbecue or something. <laughs> <laughs> becomes dangerous, especially when I get around people who talk as much as I do. You know, keep out for keep keep a lookout for signs of the apocalypse in, in those situations. All right, entertainment. I want to talk about a couple things here. Uh, one very, very, very important thing that I mentioned on the last episode, uh, but it did come out since then, and I have had a chance to actually listen to it. Uh, and that is a new album from the lovely ladies of Bad Cop, Bad Cop, The Ride finally released on Friday. We had gotten a couple songs off of it, but the the entire album released on Friday. I, of course, downloaded it as soon as Friday rolled around. I'm I'm kind of one of those pre-order guys, and I listened to one of the songs, especially the Simple Girl video when that came out because there was a lot of familiar faces in there. Uh, but I, I, I really enjoy, like, when I love a band, like I love Bad Cop, Bad Cop, I love waiting till the whole album comes out 
like and then you I, I like to buy my music from bands that I love so I'm, I'm you know go and purchase it download it digitally and and then just and listen to it like all the way through and I will tell you the ride is one of those albums that you want to listen to start to finish the music is fantastic the lyrics are fantastic the message is fantastic and the way the album is laid out is utterly fantastic and I will tell you, uh, my two, probably my two favorite songs, and I haven't decided between the two, uh, but when you do get around to listening to The Ride, I see Paul on there. Paul, what's your favorite song on there? I, I, I feel like I saw this in the feed yesterday, but uh, I know Paul, Paul Smith is a, is a big Bad Cop, Bad Cop fan. Uh, but for me, it's, it's definitely a tie between Breathless and Perpetual Motion Machine. Uh, just They're both fantastic tracks, uh, fantastic lyrics, and, and a great message behind Breathless both of those songs, uh, really the entire album. I cannot recommend it enough to everyone out there. If you are a punk rock fan, a ska fan, a punk fan, and even an alternative fan, you're going to love this. But even if you just like listening to music, uh, this 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 new Bad Cop, Bad Cop album, The Ride, would be a great album for you to kind of dip your toes into the punk rock world if, if it's, if it's kind of foreign to you. Um, because I think it has very wide appeal uh, very much the way the Interrupters kind of garnered this wide appeal uh, with their most recent record a couple years ago. I, I think Bad Cop, Bad Cop's heading in that direction. Um, it is a it is a punk rock album, without a doubt. Uh, but for people that are kind of on the edge of punk rock, th- this would be one to dip your toes in and enjoy it. Um, especially if for nothing else, especially just for the lyrics. The message behind the entire album is is just another level of greatness. Uh, so make sure you check that out. Bad cop, bad cop, the ride. Uh, we also had a punk rock suggestions, uh, in collaboration with something's not right studios. So you can find that one on the something's not right studios, YouTube page. Uh, that would be yours truly doing a, uh, a punk rock suggestions for bad cop, bad cop. All right. Disneyland. I want to talk Disneyland for a minute. We are just about out of time here. I'm going to go spend a little more time with my, my, uh, my three-year-old here. Oh, and, uh, happy Father's Day to everyone on the feed too. I don't. I know Paul Smith, Dougie's on there. Uh, is that? I. They're so. The, I think that's Dougie Horn on there. Uh, and, and Happy Father's Day, Jeff. I, my cousin Jeff, who's not a father yet, but he is an uncle. Uh, but everyone on the feed, definitely Happy Father's Day as well. Uh, Disneyland unions. So there's unions for Disneyland, if you're not familiar with this, really, for all the Disney parks. And the union for Disneyland, uh, which had planned to open in July, I believe July 17th, their union has come back and said that they do not want the park, the parks here in Anaheim to open uh, over safety concerns. Uh, this is a great big, well, duh, I, I understand. Uh, 100% agree with this. I don't know why we are opening theme parks. It, it's utterly crazy to me, uh, you know... I feel like, and this is so typical of our country, you know, you give a little bit, it's like, okay, we'll open some bars for like patio seating and food and social distancing and stuff. And it's like, we go there and we're being so cautious and everything's got to be so clean and every, and all this other stuff. And then they're like, and now let's open this giant amusement park. And it's like, where, where's this in between? Can we make things a little bit better? There needs to be a little bit of an in-between, uh, you know, sitting 25% capacity on the patio of a bar versus going into Disneyland. And and please don't give me this like 25% capacity at Disneyland. Like it, it's just unnecessary at this point. People can live without the theme parks for a little while. I do feel 
uh, for anyone that has been furloughed because they work at the parks. But here we go. We're seeing from the union, the Disneyland unions, that they don't want to go back to work for safety reasons. So we're going to follow this one closely and see uh, if if the parks actually do open, which uh, I, I, I'm I sure there is. this is going to change a lot of the dates around Disneyland and Disney World and all of the parks that are out there. Um, and keep in mind, Disney is going to be just fine. Disney is not going bankrupt. Uh, we're not talking about Knott's Berry Farm, where the, literally everything they do is a theme park. Disney has Disney's got lots of other things that that they're going to keep being just fine as a company. Don't worry about it. I'm sure the Disney Plus subscriptions have still been increasing with everyone being stuck at home for the most part. So everyone, calm down. Disney be just fine. And speaking of things opening up too early, pro sports. I know we don't have a lot of sports fans on uh, the, that are podcast listeners. Go tell us of all Common Sense Sundays. Uh, but for those of you that are, you've probably been quite amused. I, I enjoy sports. I like to listen to some sports radio uh, here and there, especially during the day when I'm just I'm cleaning my house, doing some work on the podcast, whatever it might be. And it is really hilarious listening to it right now. Uh, because it used to be when you when like you listen to a sports talk show and breaking news came through and you're like, oh my God, what happened? Like a big trade or something? Now breaking news comes through and it's like... Oh, uh, some of the players are saying that they don't want to come back and play. <laughs> it's like, all right. Uh, but we, we have we have yet again millionaires arguing with billionaires uh, in the public, in the realm of media here. Uh, and, and it's just getting kind of ridiculous because, again, trying to open up things that we don't necessarily need. I, I get it. I enjoy watching baseball. I, I am a baseball fan. Uh, I was really hoping from a hockey standpoint that the Boston Bruins would, would bring home a cup this year, Stanley Cup. But at the same time, I, I, I'm not clamoring for it that bad. I don't need to talk about it every day. Uh, and, and honestly, we if, if, if you followed it at all, like they are opening facilities for teams from college to professionals, and suddenly outbreaks are happening at these facilities. Like boom, 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 positive tests, positive tests, positive tests, positive tests. So maybe we should... Maybe we should think about this. Take our time. You know, it's okay. It's hilarious. Millionaires fighting with billionaires. <laughs> it's like, we got so many people unemployed in this country. Like, I I don't feel bad for you. And, and don't send me the emails. I realize that there are professional athletes who are not millionaires. I just, we right now, in the public forum of media, we are seeing millionaires fighting with billionaires. Because you're not seeing the, the player that makes league minimum arguing you know, in, in the public space of, of social platforms or whatever. We're seeing the guys that make millions arguing with their billionaire owners. That That's what's happening right now. Speaking of things reopening, I forgot to mention this on the... And then we're going to wrap things up, but this is really important with the masks. Uh, for people that are doubting how they work, you know, we are still seeing outbreaks everywhere. The Orange Menace rally yesterday, they had like six staffers or something that, that came down with positive tests. There was an instance, and please forgive me because I can't remember exactly where it was. I want to say it was in the the north the northwest here, uh, but it could be totally wrong. It might have even been Texas. It was somewhere where salons had opened uh, a week or two ago. Apparently, two of the workers in the salon uh, had positive COVID tests. They learned after the fact. Uh, those two workers, and, and I don't know if they're stylists or you know, however they're they're servicing people in the salon those, between those two workers 140 people had gone through the salon and either gotten their hair cut or hair washed whatever you know might be i don't go to salon my wife just cuts my hair in the backyard these days it's so much easier uh, but whatever you know whatever they're doing in the salon none 140 people not a single one of those 140 people uh, had a positive covid test 
And you know why? Because the two workers that had the positive COVID test were wearing masks. Amazing. I know. Just absolutely amazing. So you mean these health experts that were giving us advice may have been right? Yep. I know. I know. Unbelievable. But here we are. (laughs) So wear your goddamned masks. All right. On that note, we're going to finish up for today. And I think for the third time this episode, happy Father's Day to all of the fathers out there, especially my father, Jack O'Rourke. And Chris Hong, our on-air producer, uh, who who wasn't here today, but I'm sure he is enjoying his Father's Day as well. Uh, this has been Common Sense Sundays, Episode 7, uh, brought to you by Go Tell It to the Wall. Don't forget to follow us on social platforms. Uh, head over to facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Also, YouTube, head over there, search go tell it to the wall, subscribe to our channel. And of course, you can follow my own personal Instagram account, which is at SoCalSean. And most importantly, it's SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Bookmark that one, check back often. That is definitely your one stop shop for everything go tell it to the wall, common sense Sundays, beer reviews, all that good stuff. All the things that, that fall into the realm of go tell it to the wall, you're going to find uh, on SeanO'RourkeLive.com. As I said, this has been episode seven of Common Sense Sundays. I am your favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. Happy Father's Day, and remember, wall fans, common sensors, no matter what you're doing this Father's Day, no matter where you go this Father's Day, no matter who you're with this Father's Day, which hopefully is your children if you are a father, and no matter why you are doing that particular thing on Father's Day, always, always use common sense.